Hey there, my friend, and welcome to another episode of the Mark Struchowski podcast. Before we get into the podcast episode today, I want to invite you to head on over to my website, overwhelmsucks.com. Yes, you did hear that correctly, overwhelmsucks.com. Pick up my free guide, 10 Quick Ways to Conquer Overwhelm. I know that when you're overwhelmed, the last thing you want to do is read a long report, so I intentionally made this free guide simple to read and most importantly to implement so get your free guide 10 quick ways to conquer overwhelm at overwhelmsucks.com so i want to take you all back to july 2005 so come with me on a little trip that's when i was fired from my job i was working in a local hospital not something like a doctor or a nurse or anesthesiologist something really cool i was an inventory control coordinator and my company very politely fired me at the end of the day. So they got the whole day out of me. Now, my wife and I then and are now a one-car family. So every morning, I would drop her off at her job. I'd go to my job. And I'd pick her up on the way home. It was a very interesting conversation when I left work that day. Called her on the, the phone and said, uh, I've just been fired. And she got mad. Not at me, but she knew my supervisor. I was not a very nice man. But we decided what's going to happen next. Do I go get another job? Or do I become an entrepreneur? Couldn't spell it, couldn't say it, didn't know what it was. Did I have to be certified, go to school? But I decided to become an entrepreneur. And I can tell you that if it wasn't for my very supportive wife, I probably wouldn't have been an entrepreneur. Because the next day, I got to work from home. <laughs> Rot row. How do you work from home? Because the day before, I would be there at 8. I'd take lunch at this time and go home at this time. And now, I get to do whatever I want to do. That's the good part. The bad part is, I get to do whatever I want to do. So the topic today is how to be productive working from home. So the number one thing you need to do when you're working from home is have a dedicated workspace. This is the number one thing I deal with solopreneur clients all the time. Because, oh, I have a spare bedroom. No, it's the back porch. No, it's the kitchen. No, it's the den. No, it's the garage. And, and what happens is, first of all, it's more of a mindset. When you know you go in this dedicated space, you're working. Now, I know y'all, a lot of y'all go to someone else's house. But let's talk about when you're doing the work at home. Because you're probably not in someone's house 12, 15 hours a day, seven days a week. Okay? So you need to have a dedicated space. It's a mindset issue. One of the things is when you work from home and you don't have a dedicated area, well, is your whole house or apartment your work area? Maybe, maybe not. Now, I work from home. My wife goes to a real job three to five days a week. And so I have the whole house to myself. So I can go and work in different areas, but some people need to have a dedicated work area. And the number one uh, comment I get from my clients is, well, I don't have a house. I don't have a spare bedroom. I said, well, do you have masking tape? And they're like, masking tape? Yeah, what you can do is you put a little desk in the corner and get masking tape where the wall is going to be, and that could be your area. Now, the other reason why you need to have a dedicated space is so other people in your house know when you're in this area, you're working. See, we go to a work area, we go to a corporate environment, 
like before I was fired from my job, I would be there a certain time, take lunch at a certain time, leave at a certain time, have holidays off and vacations off and what have you. You need to have a dedicated workspace. The second thing you need to have is work hours. Again, when you work with a corporation, you work certain hours, certain weeks, and so on. But when you're a solopreneur and you're working from home, are you working or are you relaxing? How many people have worked while you're watching TV? I, I do it all the time. You're texting a client, emailing a client, doing something. There's nothing wrong with that, but there's an author I really respect, Cal Newport. He wrote Deep Work, which I think is awesome, Digital Minimalism. And he talks about you have to have an end of the day. When you work at a corporate environment, you have an end of the day. When you work from home, even if you're going out to see a client, you come home, well, are you going to have some time to wrap up? Or when you leave that client home, is that like the end of your work time? I found from a lot of my clients that it's an area of gray. When they're driving home from the client, are they working or is, are they off the clock? And because we don't have that black and white, we have a gray, we're working a lot more hours, but we're not getting paid for it. Are you getting paid when you're driving home and you're maybe on a call with another client, maybe doing a free consultation or something like that? It's really important that you make it black and white. So have a dedicated area at home and then you need to have office hours. Something else you need to think about is planning your day. One of the things I've been saying for years is tell your time where to go instead of wondering where it went. How many people plan their day? Oh, very good. A lot of people, again, where I got these suggestions from and these strategies from, these are what clients have brought to me and where they have struggled. When you don't take the time to plan, the difficulty is you're probably not working on needle-moving activities. So let me back up and explain to you how I approach planning. I believe planning is broken down into three components. There's the planning going backwards, there's goals going backwards, there's a why. So if you don't have all three of those, what are you putting on your calendar? You need to figure out a why. Now some people say, I don't know what my why is. That's okay. It's okay if you're, you don't know what your why is. But when you have a why, feature goals, now you look at your goals and you're like, okay, these are my goals. What do I have to do every day in order to achieve those goals? Here's the issue. A lot of people don't have goals, and so they're guessing what goes on their plan. We're all solopreneurs. We all have a business in this room. If you don't have a solid plan, yes, you go see your clients. That's, we're not even going to talk about going to see your clients. That's your expertise. But you have to market. You have to maybe be a guest on a podcast. I recommend you have your own podcast. One of the greatest things I ever did for my business was over five years ago, I launched the Mark Stuchowski podcast. I have over almost 1,200 episodes. One of the best things because social media is great, but you don't own social media. I own my podcast. I have every interview I've ever done. It's the number one platform. I encourage everyone in this room to create your own podcast, your own little slant on how we're organized, organizing closets. You can give really simple tips. One of the best ways you can promote your business is write a book and use that as your business card. Equal to that, I think, is having a podcast. When I tell people I have a podcast and I have nearly 1,200 episodes, they're like, really? And it's a big 
way for me to get my business out there. But I got to make time for it. I have to schedule time. I got to go find guests for my show. If I'm doing a solo episode, I have to, okay, I got to brainstorm. When am I going to come up with these content ideas for my podcast? So podcasting is something you should put on schedule. Marketing. How many people are on social media here? How many people have an email newsletter? If you don't have an email newsletter and you have a business, I highly encourage you to have an email newsletter. Why? When you have a podcast, you own it. Email, you own it. When I first became an entrepreneur, somebody I followed said there's three rules to successful business ownership. Have a list, have a list, have a list. Because you own the list. And here's the thing. Some of you have joined my email list. And when someone joins my list and they unsubscribe, can I email them again? Yes and no. You cannot send them a bulk email, but you can send them a manual email. So people that drop off my email list, my CRM, some of you were talking earlier about CRM, I use HubSpot. You can send an email to someone to unsubscribe from your list as long as it's a one-off email. Can't be an email list, gotta be a one-off. Now, if they say, don't email me anymore, then you have to legally stop emailing them. Why do I tell you all this? You gotta plan time. When are you gonna do this stuff? And a lot of people say, well, I'll do it when I have time. Really? As Dr. Phil says, I love this line from Dr. Phil. How's that working out for you? Because when I wasn't planning, <laughs> I don't watch Dr. Phil. It just, it just seemed appropriate here. When I started planning my time and say, okay, this is when I'm going to work on my podcast or work on social media or personal development. There is a gentleman I'm training under and I watch, I go in his uh, training modules every single day for about 20 minutes. And when I finish all 150 videos, I start back at the beginning, it's on sales, and do it over and over and over again. I know if I don't put that on my schedule, personal development, I'm not gonna have time. So you know your business better than I do. What do you need to do that needs to go on your calendar? It could be cold calls, follow-up calls, it could be prospecting, it could be putting door hangers on people's doors. If you don't tell your time where to go, you're going to wonder where it went. Planning is huge. Planning is more important when you're a solopreneur than ever before. I don't know how you structure your, your time. Maybe you go spend three hours with a client, five hours with a client. But you need to determine every day, like today is Thursday, tomorrow's Friday. How many hours are you going to work tomorrow? Four, six, eight? Nine, you need to determine that and go, okay, then you work backwards. Okay, so I'm going to work nine hours tomorrow. I'm going to take an hour for lunch. That's eight hours. I'm going to be with one client in the morning. That's four. So I'm down to four hours. Well, what are you going to spend those other four hours with? If you don't put it on your calendar, what are the odds of you doing something productive is? Pretty low, right? So you need to plan your time. And guess what? It's okay to take an afternoon off. This shocks people. Like, yeah, you can take an afternoon off. If you're not feeling it and you don't have a client and you're going to do marketing, but you're not really feeling it, take the afternoon off. I'm giving you permission. It's okay. That's one of the benefits of being a solopreneur or an entrepreneur. If you're not feeling it, if you're feeling sick, or you're just feeling kind of blah, then take some time off. That's one of the gifts you have of being an entrepreneur. 
You don't have to work from sunup and sundown unless you want to. If you want to take three-day weekends, take three-day weekends. Structure your schedule around it. Because what I found out in about 12 years I've been doing this, happy people tend to be more productive people. Y'all agree with that? Got overwhelm? Then you need to get my free guide, 10 Quick Ways to Conquer Overwhelm. This free guide will help you quickly deal with overwhelm so you can get back to making the impact you've dreamed of. Get your copy for free at OverwhelmSucks.com. Another big thing is you got to take breaks. This is hard to believe, but we are not designed to sit behind our computers all the time. Now, I know a lot of you here go out and you're moving physically, as Susan says. You're up and down and moving things around. But when you're home and you're doing your marketing or your other admin work, don't sit in front of the computer too long. Get up and take a break, even if you're on the job. How many people actually get up, walk outside, don't get on your phone, don't talk to anybody, don't phone anybody, or as they say in England, don't ring anybody, and just close your eyes and do deep breaths for two, three minutes. You do that? Good for you. Anybody else do that? Highly recommend it because what happens is as you're working and working and working, your brain's working, your eyes are processing everything. If you go outside and you just get quiet, when it happens when you do that, neuroscience has taught us your brain's going, it does not do anything for a few minutes. If you don't give your brain a break, it's going to break down. Now, what I mean by breakdown, I don't mean you're going to have a little breakdown or you're going to have a stroke, but you're going to sit there and go, oh, what do I do next? You're going to start second-guessing yourself. That's because your brain needs a break. So give yourself a break. If you're working home, if you have no clients that day and you're going to work half a day in marketing, take your dog for a walk. If you've got a dog, take your dog for a walk. Don't take your cat for a walk. Probably won't work out very well. But get away from your computer. Get away from your phone. Get away from your screens. It's really important to take these breaks. Next, distractions. Do you think we live in a distracting world? And here's the thing. When I ask people, when I speak or when I'm on social media, I said, name me some distractions. Everyone says email. Everyone says the phone. Everyone says social media. But then I started coming up with my own list. And what I encourage you to do is for the next week, this is one of my homework assignments for you. For the next week, What I want you to do is every time you are distracted, I want you to record that. Everybody who has done that and come back to me, they're like, oh my gosh, I am horrified. Because what happens, you start writing dog barking in the neighborhood, cats fighting, FedEx driver, horn honking, the air conditioning turned on. And you, what you don't realize is every time you're distracted, your brain's going, what was that? And you're, you're focused on something, whether it's helping a client, you're writing a blog post, doesn't matter. Your brain wants to know what that is. That's why one of the first things I tell my clients is turn off vibration mode on your phone. Because you mute the phone, you get a message, your phone vibrates. I don't have vibration mode on my phone. I have very few notifications turned on my phone. Because I am a, a ninja when it comes to distractions. I know what distractions do to your productivity and more importantly, to your stress. How many people have been trying to do something and your phone rings, you get a text message and you get like, you, you go from zero to six, you're like, not now, because maybe it's a custom ringtone and you know who's calling you and you get stressed. Well, all these distractions, most of which are negative, 
You have to be very strong and very disciplined to fight back against the negativity. I don't want you wallowing with negativity. I want you to go swimming in the pool of positivity. I want you to hang around positive people on social media. If you're following people that are Eeyores, how many people know Winnie the Pooh? I love Winnie the Pooh. I'm Tigger, if you don't know. T-I-double-G-R. I'm Tigger. I'm like this all the time, unless I'm sleeping. You want to be Winnie the Pooh, just wear pants. Be a Piglet. Be a Christopher Robin. Do not be an Eeyore. We don't want to hang around Eeyores. Eeyores are like, oh, the government. Oh, climate change. Oh, COVID. Oh, this. It's like, dude, you know, when COVID hit, I've been working from home since 2005, as I told you earlier. When COVID hit, yeah, I lost clients. But I woke up every day and said, hey, I woke up today. So you could wake up and go, oh, I woke up today. Or you could wake up and say, oh, I woke up today. Same words, different attitude. So I want you to do an inventory, second homework assignment. I want you to do an inventory. Who are you following on social media? Are they edifying you? Are they cheering you up? Are they filling you with positivity? Are they Winnie the Poohs? Are they Tiggers? Are they Piglet? Are they Chris or Robbins? Or are they Eeyore? Stop following the Eeyores. When you watch TV, are you watching a lot of shows where it's kill them, shoot them up, murder, bomb places? That, that's going in your subconscious mind. I know getting away from negativity is difficult. One of the things I'm seriously considering doing, I haven't implemented yet, I have fallen absolutely in love with English soccer. How many are English football? It's soccer here in the United States. A friend of mine in England got me hooked on the Premier League. And they hand out red cards and yellow cards. So I'm seriously considering carrying around a red card, a yellow card, and when someone starts being negative, I'm like, that's a yellow card. What is that? Well, now I can talk about positivity. And if they keep going, that's a, neg- that's a red card, I'm out of here. See, if you get negative, I walk away from you. Because I know what negativity does to me. It drains me, and I don't want to talk anymore. So I'm like, let's stay away. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mark Stuchowski podcast. I really appreciate your time and attention. Before you go, I'd like to ask you for a favor. If you have not subscribed to this podcast in your podcast player of choice, would you do that right now? This way, every time a new episode comes out, you will be informed. Second thing is, while you are subscribing, please consider leading a rating and a review this helps the podcast get discovered and the third thing i know i'm asking a lot of you the third thing is if you know of someone who can use this episode right now why don't you just share it with them every podcast player that i'm aware of makes it really easy to share an episode so if you're thinking of a family a colleague a neighbor a friend who needs to hear this episode go ahead and hit that share button and send this podcast to them right away so i can help them like i helped you. Thank you so much for listening and we'll be back real soon with a brand new episode.